Today's daf is Maseches Gitin daf Yud Aleph. We learn a principle in today's Amud Beis, which also appears in the Gemara Bar Metzia and Yud Amud Aleph, that goes as follows: Hatofes the Balchov b'Makom Shechav LaChirim Lo Kana. So Lach is if a person seizes something when a person owes money, so it's on behalf of the person who's owed the money in order for that person to get paid back, and he seizes it from the person who owes the money, sort of like a middle person. When it causes some kind of detriment, when it causes some kind of chov to other people, meaning there's other people who also are owed money, then it doesn't get acquired on behalf of that person. So let's say a case, Ruvain borrowed money from Shimon and, and Yehuda, borrowed money from two people, and he doesn't have enough money to pay them both back. Then Levi comes along and takes money from Ruvain, who's the one who owes the money, and gives it to Shimon. Shimon does not acquire this money, and he has to return it. Why? Because... By Levi taking the money from Ruvain, he is chav la'acherim. He's messing over Yehuda, who's also owed money, even though Shimon is legitimately owed the money. But so long as Ruvain doesn't owe anyone else money, in other words, a second person, or he has money for both of them, Levi is allowed to take the money on behalf of Shimon. That's the halacha in Shulchan Aruch. The Gemara concludes there that if Levi takes a metziah, a lost object, completely abandoned lost object, on behalf of Shimon, it becomes Shimon's. So we showed him debated why and how this works. According to Tosos, here in Ardaf, the reason is because since Levi could have taken the item himself, this is called a Migo argument. Since he could take it himself, then he can definitely take it on behalf of his friend. Migo, that's what it means. The Ramban argues that only when it comes to a debt, since the property of the borrower is on a lien to the person, he owes money, it doesn't work for a stranger to alleviate the lien. But a lost object, it's not connected to anyone. It's lost completely. It's abandoned to its owner. After that owner had Yehush, that owner had given up hope. And therefore, Levi taking it, it's not to anyone's detriment. So he can actually grab it on behalf of Shimon. Come to Spitz in his Sefer Mishpatei Torah and Simon Peihei, and he addresses the following question. A person buys a bus ticket for one seat, gets on the bus. There's an open seat next to him. Is he allowed to save that open seat for somebody who's going to come on the bus a few stops later? If it means that somebody coming on an earlier stop, let's say, won't have a seat. The seat is open. It's the only seat left, let's say. The person cuts on, says, sorry, I'm saving the seat. Is he allowed to do that? So Spitz argues that so long as there are enough open seats, you're saving the one next to you for somebody else. It's not harming anyone else. And if you give your own seat to your friend, this is works on the... If you give your own seat to your friend, that works on the basis of the argument, you wanted to get it for yourself, then for sure you can get it for your friend. But if there aren't enough seats on the bus, then holding a seat for somebody else would be a chav l'acheirim. You're, you're basically harming somebody else. You're messing somebody else over. The person's going to stand and see that open seat. And therefore, if the bus ride were to be without having to pay for a bus fare, let's say it's a school trip or a work trip, where somebody else has paid for the bus, and you get on, you save a seat for somebody that was behind, didn't get on yet. And we treat that more like a mitzia. There's no lien. Nobody has a claim to any one seat. And therefore, according to the Ramban, as we've seen, it can be saved. But according to Tosfot, it doesn't work because we can't apply Migo de Zachi since you can't save the extra seat. And it's correct to follow, in general, this more strict opinion of Tosfot unless there is some kind of normal custom, let's say, a spouse or a family member that usually would, would be coming along and 
saving that seed for that person, that could be a case where it would be allowed. Bottom line, with the ethics of saving seeds or other similar life happenings, and these things come up all the time, sensitivity and consideration of others must be top priorities. Midot, a Talmudic argument, doesn't always translate into having the appropriate behaviors. We have to ask ourselves, is it better to be right or to be considerate? And it's not always possible to be both.